0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast.
1: I'm Jay Bratt, I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer.
2: I'm Natalie, this is... and oh crap, is it my turn?
1: Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. You
2: said things, so I wasn't sure. Okay. I'm Natalie, <laughs> you... and I am she a has... VR enthusiast.
1: Does she have the script up? <laughs> no, she's in a quest. I told her we'd right. we prompt her and then immediately forgot that that line had been written in and it wasn't like an introduction for her instead of that. Who's this guy? Well, Who's it's this just kind of standard,
3: year? you know? I'm Adam Charles. I'm a software <laughs> developer who just got back from a company trip, so forgive me if I fall asleep yeah. in the podcast, right? <laughs> to New York, right? Uh, Florida, opposite side. But but Florida. Oh my gosh, Florida? Florida? Yeah. Yeah wonderful weather this time of year rained every day
1: (laughs) isn't that like a hot spot right now if you get too tired just lay down like in school adam just like on the table yeah
3: yeah yeah i'm still (laughs) listening right just with my eyes closed (laughs) it's a late night guys this is like
0: we've had to reschedule twice now and this is just like you know we we even had some things happening tonight but it was at that point where we're just like we gotta record this so (laughs) we're here we're gonna make this happen we'll have some hiccups probably just bear with us it'll still be a perfectly good podcast at the end of the day i'm sure because however bad it is here in the live stream at the end of the day i'll edit the darn thing and you guys will get it just just perfect (laughs) (laughs) Alright, speaking of the live stream, perhaps you would like to see it. It's uh usually going to be much more exciting. But uh, you know, it's still good tonight, I'm sure. That uh, you know, everyone stick around. That uh, hopefully I didn't scare you off. If you want to be on for these live streams <laughs> if you want to be on for these live streams, things get pretty lively here. We're in VR right now, so we we um we're we're talking. It's being the audio is being recorded for your podcast view uh, listeners' sakes, but Uh, The the cool kids are over on YouTube, seeing this whole thing as it happens. Consider checking out the YouTube channel to get in on that action. We will be running this podcast in three sections tonight. That's right, no Q&A. We got to keep these nice and short and sweet because we we are starting late. Um, (laughs) First, we will be having a VR gaming news section. Second, we will be talking about the games we've been playing this week. It's some handy stuff. I'm excited about that part um and third we have a discussion section it changes week to week this week we'll be talking about the new deck gear vr headset we were very skeptical last podcast but honestly the more we hear it, the more excited we get at our own uh <laughs> our own um i don't know what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> Hard on? It might not be a good idea. No, <laughs> I, I,
3: don't I don't think risk. that was the word he was looking for. I, w- I, I, meant, I was looking, looking
2: for, for
0: risk, Jay. Yeah. Not oh, oh that's, my god, that's close. That's close. at our <laughs> own risk. Jeez. All right. <laughs> so, um, last week we uh talked about us. We've been here. We've been doing this for six months. Nat, Nat's a guest, so she hasn't been doing this for six months. She has been here before, though. This isn't her first time um so thanks so if you want to see <laughs> yeah, yeah i forget exactly what episode number it is but uh y- y- the descriptions 26. always have it i'm 20- 20
1: 26, would, no. have 26 would have been 26 would have been last this? week what the heck? because
0: that's six no 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 w- when when natalie oh. was in
1: oh, oh shoot god you i have no idea listening. i feel like it was around i feel like it was around 12 i feel like it was yeah
4: yeah
0: <laughs> Um, but, uh, just this last week, as Jay was uh, trying to say, um, we covered the, the six months of the podcast. So consider listening to last week's podcast to hear all about it. And with that, uh, let's see, I get to skip this whole Q and a section thing as we, uh, (laughs) go through this a little bit more quickly. Mm -hmm. We're going to hop straight into the news and you know what that means. I got to tell you guys about this little thing real short. We have a sponsor, but we're really excited to tell you about it. They're Asterion. they make these universal VR headset stands as well as these universal well headset stands, but not VR just like like headphone headphones headsets. gaming yeah. gamer headphones. headphones yeah, yeah um and both of these guys look just sick for the the people on the YouTube channel we'll be able to see what it looks like I said pops up I'm right there below but uh for the podcast listeners out there, it's this like RGB acrylic like stand thing and it's like just the perfect size it like fits on any piece of furniture you want to put it on it's light it uh, again holds literally any vr headset or uh any uh, audio headset so if you want to get your hands on one of these things we highly recommend it we have way more than this company said sent us because goodness they're so cool um so <laughs> if you want to get your hands on either the uh, aura or the what's what's vertex. the vertex. vertex the aura or the vertex. These are really cool products. consider uh, heading on over to www.asterianproducts.com plug in the code full dive at checkout and you will get five dollars off any order 1999 or more. Yeah mm. mm-hmm. it's cool stuff. All right, Jay, to get us get us in with that that let's that talk about sweet some news.
1: amazing news. Amazing news. Yes. If you have Steam VR, if you are planning to get a PC VR headset, if you're planning to link your quest to your PC to play VR, listen up. Humble Bundle has launched a fall VR Humble Bundle. If you don't know what Humble Bundle is, they're an online game store that bundles or sells games for cheap. A portion of it goes to charity. The cool thing about the bundles is if you pay more than the average that other people have paid, you get the full bundle. So right now, if you afford to pay $17, you get not only The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, one of the best games in VR, you also get Zero Calibre, Creed, I Expect You to Die, Raw Data, Killing Floor Incursion, Archangel, and A-Tech Cybernetic. Eight games for seventeen dollars. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> In an That's a pretty incredible sweet selection lineup. at
3: that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, like, like,
0: I don't think there's a single game here that I'd be like disappointed to have. Like, these are all like either anything from decent to good games.
1: ATAC Cybernetic is the only one that's actually kind of cheap on its own. It's normally $8. But like all these games, if you add them up, this is $193 of games if you were to buy them all on Steam right now for $17. I'm buying three.
3: I'm
1: buying three. If you have
3: a VR headset, you have no reason not to pick this up unless you already own all of these games. That might be a reason. But otherwise,
1: go ahead and pick it up. (laughs) Even if you own one game, I already own The Walking Dead, but still the rest of these were worth more than that money. Like, mm-hmm. that's
3: crazy. Mm-hmm. It's worth it just to pick up Zero Caliper, honestly, at that Yeah, because it's 25 bucks. Yeah. It's 25 bucks normally, and you get 17 to get that, plus, you know, seven other games or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It's, it's insanity.
2: Pretty crazy.
3: How long, long is that 11 going more days? on for? you know? 11 more
0: 11 days.
1: 11 more days. For, so, right now it's the 13th. So, basically, the 24th is going to be the last day november 24th 2020
0: gotcha i haven't played creed yet that multiplayer that, that, dude, We uh, can punch each
1: other adam and i could punch each other in the oh. face it's a dream come true
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right now you know I'd, I'd pay to see that happen
1: <laughs> marital abuse I'm
0: telling you people you're missing out if you ain't in the live stream you get to see this live action fight happening um all right (laughs) moving on adam you got the next one
3: i do so microsoft has just released a big update for windows mixed reality headsets including the reverb g2 um, that will increase the graphical capability for these headsets across the board Uh, The way that they do this is, uh, it goes really in-depth, right? But to put it simply, this update allows the images in the headset to be a lot more crisp. And so it removes sort of stray pixel coloration. And it has a lot better lighting effects, fixing light leakage from outside the headset and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I personally think that this shows two things. And graphics aren't always about the hardware. And this is something really important when we hear about these big brand new headsets coming out with like 4k monitors in each eye right like they have a lot of pixels but it's not just hardware it's a lot about the software to help with your graphics and maybe microsoft mm-hmm. hasn't completely given up on vr you know maybe this is hopefully the sign of a lot more investment into vr
1: it seems and so, like they're finally but, turning yeah what do you guys think like, yeah It seems like Microsoft's finally turning the tide on the way they feel. And for the viewers out there, like for me, I was reading this and I was like, man, what is this talking about? But like, have you ever played a game and there's supposed to be like a white line? You can see like a white line on the wall and you're like, that white line kind of looks like red, white and blue kind of. It doesn't really look white. (laughs) That's what Mm -hmm. this is. It's like when the pixels are trying to light up a certain color and that kind of lights up multiple colors instead of one. It's fixing that. And it looks like it looks like it's going to look so much better. It makes me kind of wish I still had my Windows Mixed Reality headset just to see <laughs> the difference, because mm. it looks like it's going to look a lot better. The colors are going to look much more real, which is great because oh, there's nothing worse than that pulling you out when colors just don't look right.
0: Right. And most headsets don't have this kind of technology. To, it's to to the way in which they aberration. do the
3: pixels yeah it's right. the way in which they deal with it with the pixels and it's really cool though that they're able to solve it with a software update you know you right. keep your headset completely the same it's just say a little tweak here and there on the software side of it and bam everyone's headset is for free way better mm-hmm. It's
2: really cool it's interesting i know right <laughs> that it, it really does make a big difference even i don't I don't know all the technical stuff, but even just seeing like stuff on PSVR, just the difference between different games, how much better it can look just from, you know, what the game developers do. It's crazy. Like some of the games in PSVR can look amazing and it's just what the game developer did. So it's pretty cool that they're doing the software update. It really can make a big difference.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm really hoping for the sort of what this means though. It's awesome that they're doing it, but why are they doing it? They obviously wouldn't be putting a lot of effort because this is some serious processing in order to fix things like this on a software side. And so it's really, it gives me hope that Microsoft is going back to really, truly investing in VR as a future product. And we know that they've done a little bit with Windows Mixed Reality, but Honestly, up until now, it kind of seems like the bare minimum that they could have done to say that they're doing virtual reality, <laughs> right? And, and so, hopefully, this shows that uh, th- this is simply a pathway for bigger and better things to come. Mm. Like we,
1: like what? we mentioned last week, maybe Xbox is getting better. Maybe they're kind of ironing this stuff out so that when oh. Xbox, <laughs> they know standards are high. They know people are going to want it to look really good. Maybe they're trying to get ready to launch this on Xbox, and they want it to look that good first. Because I read about this kind of. Go ahead.
0: I was just about to say, honestly, I think that's – I think you're right. I think that's – I think you're right on the
1: money. God, I hope so. I really do, because <laughs> I was I was reading into this kind of to keep this more understandable too. The way they're doing this is like if a pixel is gonna broadcast white and it's a three color pixel, it's gonna broadcast three colors. But they're actually distorting the colors ahead of time because they they're finding the ways your eyes are gonna perceive it, and then it comes through as white instead of kind of like three colors, like I said earlier. So like, uh, if they launch this on Xbox <clears throat> with a good headset and it looks like this, uh, I'm gonna have to freaking get an Xbox. Honestly, <laughs> have so me too. Many game the, <laughs> We're going to have all the game pixels.
0: So, <laughs> just, just, just because I'm a nerd, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put in that little correction. This isn't from the pixels that create this sort of issue. This is from the lenses in your VR headset. That's what creates chromatic aberration. Um, Imagine like you, you've seen, you've all seen the typical picture of like a prism, right? Like, like a white light goes in and then like the whole rainbow comes out the other side. Right. Yeah. You've seen those images. So that happens with any piece of glass, um including these lenses so why no matter how good the light is when it hits the lenses because different colors refract at different angles you end up with chromatic aberration so that that they can change such a physical issue ahead of time by changing how the colors are sent from the pixels is like mind-blowing to me i'm like as a camera guy i'm like where else are they applying this? Yeah, this
3: is truly th- this isn't just like taking, you know, oh, you know, this is an interesting feature. This is like almost groundbreaking stuff that they're doing this.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's really hopefully,
1: cool. Hopefully
3: they share the wealth
1: and give that they don't just try and hold this to the Microsoft headsets. Hopefully we see this across all headsets. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So
2: is it that they're kind of anticipating what your eye would see if it's going to be like a different weird color or whatever, and adjusting the pixel so that it'll be the correct color that they want you to see. Is that what it um, is doing?
3: It's I think. kind of like blending it. And so, for example, if you have a pixel on the left and a pixel on the right, and they're both, you know, they're split into three colors. Because of the way the lenses work, what they'll do is they'll have the pixel on the left kind of blend the color a little bit into the pixel on the right. So that when the Mm. lens hits it and it separates, you get the correct colors instead of... It's basically making sure that the colors are correct on when your eye receives them instead of when they're sending it. Right. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, another another metaphor perhaps would be like if you had three racers called red, green, and <laughs> called red, green, and yellow, and they had to sprint fifty meters and then swim fifty meters. Now, previously, what's been happening is they all start on the same line, they do fifty meters sprint, which they all do the same, but then they swim different distances and different angles. And basically the coaches finally went, well, let's if we want them all to be at the same finish line, let's have them start in different places on the sprinting section so that when they hit the swimming problems, they're
1: lined up to end up at the same location at the end. And to make if that, that clear, the, the, the sprinting track is like the screen and the water is the lens. And then yes. your eye is the finish line. Yeah.
4: I feel I like he means like, like a
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think we need a it, white it's, word it's, so we can like uh, draw this right <laughs> that would be it's, so it's, cool. this is
1: refraction principles this is one of those one of those many things that also shows kind of the like when people joke the black magic side to it like this is one of those things that I can't say for certain, but I feel like this might be another reason why the colors look so good. On like the PSR on why people are like, why does this look so much better? Because like when I've noticed this, I remember it on my old HP headset the most. Like that thing, every every color line always looked like it was multiple colors. And there was just, even looking at these screenshots that I can see mm-hmm. from the article, I, it all of a sudden harkened me right back to Windows Mixed I was like, oh yeah, I remember <laughs> all these weird, like, like, the, like a leaf, a green leaf would have this like smeary yellow, a little aura all the way around it and it was like oh i remember that but why because i feel like the rift s doesn't do it as bad as the hp but the hp first headset i had did this terribly and everything looked weird and coming from psvr to that i was like why does everything look so bad on this hp headset these are those little things that can make a headset look so much better when you try a headset that has worse resolution you're like why does this look better than what i've seen mm-hmm. it's 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 not always the mm-hmm. specs with vr it's really right, not right Hmm. Mm-hmm now you take something like this and put it with the specs of the g2 it's going to be amazing right (laughs) (laughs) all
3: right jay what do you got for us next
1: yeah take us out of (sighs) uh, the the nerd nerd land the nerd (laughs) zone and into the good zone so Mm -hmm. finally after weeks of rough news you know if you can keep up with the podcast a couple of rough weeks of news for psvr fans we finally get some good news Stop laughing. <Yay. laughs> Finally get some good news about the PS5. So this last week, the first of, a, the first of many developers started to speak out about what's actually going to happen with the PSVR if you play it on the PS5. So London Studios is actually a division of Sony. First Contact Entertainment has worked really close with Sony. And they have confirmed that if you play your PSVR on your PS5, you're going to be getting some actually decent upgrades playing it this way. So like Ooh. Blood and Truth, for instance, is going to run at a higher frame rate up to 90 frames per second, even though the PSR can actually run at 120. This game, which is pretty intense graphically on the PSR, is going to run at 90 Mm -hmm. FPS. It's going to have higher resolution. The assets throughout the game, so like the objects, close objects, far objects, no matter what they are, they're all going to be running at their highest possible detail. There's going to be improved texture details, increased fidelity, and load times on a lot of games that have been tested have been cut in half. So... I'm so excited because we had a PS5 coming and I was like, gosh, am I even going to play my PSVR on this thing now? Well, now this is actually going to be a mass improvement. And if like most people, you're playing your PSVR on a normal PS4, not even on a PS4 Pro. You're also going to get all the pro graphical patches and then any additional patches that they add for the PS5. Mm -hmm. Yes. One, One bit of bad news, though. Well, one yes, of bad but to it's add to not
3: it. a PS5 VR release, and that's what we really want, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I guess this is like the next best thing.
1: <sighs> At least it means you get something. They're throwing us a bone here, because it looked like for a while right. it was like, well, you shouldn't even get a PS5. Now it's like, okay, mm-hmm. some things will be better, but if you were like me and you collected a few 3D Blu-rays over the years, because they're awesome to watch in PSVR, they're not going to work on the <laughs> PS5. So that is really awesome.
2: might not That's unfortunate. It was pretty cool. It was. like Mm -hmm. We watched what was that movie? The one with Angelina Jolie in this.
1: Beowulf. (laughs) Yeah.
2: We watched that and it was so cool because in the beginning it kind of like zooms in and you feel like you're kind of like flying into the movie. (laughs) So cool. Mm -hmm. I want that to be like what movies are like in the future.
1: (laughs) All 3D and (laughs) VR. Yes. It was cool. But yeah, that is sad
2: that That won't continue, but ah, so many disappointing things. It's nice to have one good thing. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, and this is good. It shows that Sony isn't completely giving up on the PSVR, which we were somewhat worried about from the interview that we talked about last week. Uh, Last week, it was all doom and gloom. It was like, yeah, you know, PSVR is a thing, but we're not really worrying about it. This at least shows that they're still working on it that they're not just completely giving up. You know, um, having right. the PSVR and PS5 get better upgrades and higher frame rate and things like that means that they are still working on it, which means that there will be a next-gen PSVR. I am basically fully sold on it. Yeah, when that is, is a big question mark, yeah. but it does show that they're still working on it, at least. Yeah. Right. I was so Unfortunately,
2: hyped for psvr2 and then when they said oh it's not going to be this year next year or even the next year i was like are you freaking (laughs) kidding me come on i was so
1: hyped dreams (laughs) smashed
4: i know (laughs) (laughs) um
0: um, the the if there was a worrying part about this is that this kind of an update uh for the ps5 is mostly a software side thing you know, the, the hardware is already there. This is just some, th- this is software engineers making sure it's it's compatible and can run on the hardware that's already inside it. Um, so this, you know, wh- while obviously they s- Sony in general clearly hasn't forgotten the PSVR, this doesn't say anything about whether they've got some hardware developers working on a PSVR 2. We still don't know. And this doesn't say, this doesn't really give us an indication of that, unfortunately.
1: Just shows they're not giving up, which if they're if yeah. they definitely were, then then it would be like the Vita and just they'd stop talking about it. So. Yeah. It just, <laughs> just pretend that doesn't <laughs>
4: exist. Yeah. Or
0: like or like Facebook and Oculus when just any headset they sell after one year. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Come on, guys. They just name so the next headset up. the quest.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> There's no <laughs> other previous yeah. quest, it's just the quest.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously, <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: what are you talking about? And we so, never had a previous quest, okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we're very much though in just a kind of wait and see situation for PlayStation now, mm-hmm. but you know, hopefully, I, I think we all have hopes for it. And now, we will just the worst thing possible well, is just wait.
2: <laughs> we over here have hopes for it. You guys are the PSVR <laughs> haters, so yeah, the PlayStation <laughs> haters. <laughs> hey now
0: i'm just i've only said i want them to impress me with the psvr 2 so i am totally looking forward to you know i like playstation stuff at some point i'm gonna buy a playstation 5 because unlike you two i still play like the the good old flat screen games you know i want my new god of war i want my new horizon zero dawn and i want to be playing that on my fancy new playstation 5
2: ratchet if and Clank's are cool
0: yeah exactly yeah you know they've got some pretty cool stuff coming up i'm gonna wait i mean it's all single player so i'm waiting till it's like the console's on sale the games are on sale and everything's been out for like three years um but when that happens (laughs) i would i sure would like to also pick up a discount psvr too
3: yeah whatever screw facebook i I mean playstation sorry force a habit (laughs) 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 it's true it's true though (laughs)
0: All right. Um the presenter is a question mark for this last (laughs) year. Here, I'll
3: take this one.
1: (laughs) Here, I'll take the next news. Destiny's our quest enthusiast and she didn't make it. So fell
3: apart. So in a big update for the new headset, the quest 2 now has native support for a 90 hertz refresh rate for its display, up from 72, which is a huge improvement. Many of the major games already on the systems like Pistol Whip, Beat Saber, and Space Space Pilot Trainer already support this updated refresh rate with a lot more to follow in the next couple of months. However, one of the bigger things, in my opinion, is next week Oculus is also releasing the Oculus Move app. A fitness tracking app that lets you see how many calories you're burned and your minutes physically active in games. So when you're rocking out in Beat Saber, you're able to know exactly how many pounds you're losing. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: those That's, things are not uh... freaking accurate, but okay. <laughs> well.
3: Th- this one's super yeah. accurate because
1: do you know why? You know why the Oculus Quest Two has that nice spongy it, it senses... uh, headset pad? Yeah, it senses how much sweat is being absorbed into it and <laughs> how much weight you're losing. That.
2: Disclaimer: yes. That's not
1: true. That's not true at all. Oh but gosh. but it should be because that thing oh. soaks it up like a sponge. You can wring it out and measure it when you're done.
2: When I'm saying we, but it's not we. It's like when you guys were first talking about the Quest Two. And talking about all this crap and how facebook is spying on everyone and this just makes me think of that now they're gonna know oh yeah how active you are and they're gonna use it against you somehow you know
0: <laughs> oh i'm i, don't know I think how. they're already so, doing that and just you know between all like the 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 business guys that are just busy crunching the data and selling it like there was that one guy there with any like a moral compass like guys do we want to give them this information too? You know, they can maybe track their sports thing. And then they was like, Jerry crunch the numbers. Is that worth the monetary profit? And he was like crunching numbers. It might be.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: they're going to give you ads for like protein powders or something.
3: Yeah. Like- yeah. Or kale or whatever. or what if it's the other way it's like man this guy is obviously really trying to go on a diet and lose weight we should really be advertising milkshakes he's really going to want them you know
2: (laughs) or yeah i mean if you're exercising a ton you need some fuel so facebook will have your back
0: (laughs) i'm not gonna say that out loud but k27's comment (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh god okay well actually uh, you're right you know it's got hand tracking now okay so it doesn't matter it doesn't even need your controller to track what's happening with your hands oh Man.
0: yeah I, think I know
2: what you guys Who? are talking about even though i cannot see the comments yeah the we comments.
0: need to edit
3: this out
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this well, it'll, stick, it'll stay in as a teaser for all those people that don't watch the live stream yeah.
2: you know
0: you can Everyone see that co- live, live comment streams. section
2: If you want Mm -hmm. fun...
0: Exactly. If you want uh,
2: fun. I'll,
1: I'll pull us I'll pull us out of this dangerous territory to say I did see something kind of comforting on Reddit that was talking about they're like, "Man, Facebook is stealing so much of our info and they're watching us so closely. Yet I bought a Quest 2 already and they're still trying to sell me one. So they're not actually very good at this." Like every ad he showed on his page was like Quest 2, Quest 2, Quest 2. And he's like, "I already bought it. You don't need to sell me it anymore." You so got a quest two. No. I don't quest know
2: why companies your mom. haven't learned that. Buy a that. quest two for your sister. <laughs> Buy a Quest 2 for all your family for Christmas. That's what they're trying
0: to <laughs> But remember, yeah. you can't have multiple Oculus accounts because you can't have multiple Facebook accounts. Otherwise you will get banned.
1: But you can you can have your Facebook account on multiple Oculus devices. That's, this is that's somehow acceptable, except I just can't play multiplayer with her because my Facebook account is on both of our quests.
3: That actually is a recent change, though. People were getting banned for that before. Yeah. They realized it was the wrong decision, so they fixed it well mm-hmm. everything facebook is doing is basically the wrong decision so not, <laughs> yeah, not like yeah, that's news much. there <laughs> <laughs> well their their hardware
0: team is like nailing it i mean well it's yes. oculus you know oculus is like we're still having fun and now facebook is making sure we're making a boatload of money while we're doing it but we're still having fun
2: didn't all the oculus all right. people like the original oculus oculus people like leave because yeah at this
1: higher ups the higher-ups yeah Yeah,
0: many of them have but i mean much of the team is still i think um part of it i don't know i haven't Mm -hmm. compared the lists like recently but
2: come on rip you need to compare the i'm sorry i know that's like the kind of
0: i know i'm supposed to be the numbers cruncher right
2: (laughs) (laughs) next time (laughs) we need the next
0: time i'm actually pretty excited um i was gonna move on, but i, I just want to say i'm actually pretty excited about that 90 hertz refresh rate because one of the big things i was like i heard the quest 2 was getting all excited and then it's like it's stuck at a 72 hertz refresh rate i'm like well there goes all my enthusiasm um <laughs> but like especially for games like beat Saber. um but now apparently they're gonna make sure that's a thing and that's exciting so you need to yeah, update it is it.
3: really good
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. update it to get it to work there and that was always the plan but it was stuck at 72 file, and while and had everybody like what's going on so now i've been right. playing it all this time on 72 i'm going to update it and go play and see if i can actually tell should be able to that's a significant difference but that's that, 70 yeah the pretty is a big job large but is this 70 72
3: really smooth to 90 kind of jittery or
1: is this going to be 90 really smooth because <laughs> if it's 90 kind of jittery it's not going to feel any better
3: You know, it'll really depend on the game, but the games that support it right now, you know, Pistol Whip and Beat Saber, these are really well polished games. I have a feeling that you won't have any problem with those. I hope Mm -hmm. not.
1: Beat Saber is the most demanding game, I swear, still in VR somehow. Like it's the it on the old quest, it glitches pretty bad at times Mm -hmm. when the notes are really coming at you. And (laughs) even on my computer, like it is the game that I had to upgrade my RAM for. It wasn't any other VR game. It was Beat Saber, because it's just really I don't know what Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, you try and stream it and play it, and it is demanding as hell. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: The streaming.
1: So much, so much
0: going on. Mm All right, I'm gonna go ahead and move us on into the game section. Woo! We've got, we've got it. We've got a couple. There was a Beat Saber song pack I missed. We we, we played Stray. We got. Did Natalie play Pistol Whip? Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But first, <laughs> but first, Jay, you played Pixel Ripped 1989. What in the world is that? I've never even what? heard of it.
1: What, Adam? You've heard of Pixel Ripped, right? I have not. <laughs> get off this podcast, yeah. both of you. Both of you, get off this podcast. <laughs> this is like one of the like, this was a huge deal in VR when this game came out. I'm, I'm, no, let me I'm look just it appalled up. sitting here. I'm appalled sitting right now. If you don't, don't recognize the girl from like it. Blank
2: faces right now. They have no if you don't recognize the
1: girl VR. from it. Between, between her cosplay and like the main character and like all the events this thing has been at. Like if you don't recognize it round the bat, I'm going to be like, what the hell? Pixel RIP 1989. Is, is a game, now there's also Pixel Rep 1995 that came out afterwards. No, Pixel Rep 1989 is an awesome game. It's in VR, but you're back in 1989 and you're playing Game Boy type games on a handheld game. But add to the mix this game world is actually mixing with the real world things are happening from the game Mm. world and you're also at school trying to play this game you're trying to hide from your teacher so you're trying to like multitask you're hiding this game and playing and trying to distract the teacher with stuff while you're playing this game it is such a unique experience and the development team behind this is so dedicated like I, i just see tons of stuff from them on twitter and other platforms all over the place and it's really cool i i'm just so shocked I don't know what I would even call this game. It's not really a platformer. Uh, it really is like like playing the old, the old side-scroller games, but like in this weird universe with all these things going on. It's it's such a unique game. How the heck has no one heard of this game?
3: No, I, I actually after I looked it up real quick and hearing you talk about it, I remember seeing some gameplay footage of this. And yeah, it's like you're on a Game Boy and you're trying to play a game, but the teachers watching you see so you have to like hide it under your desk. And so you only get to look at your Game Boy like a third of the time while, you know, still trying to play alive. And so I think it's an incredibly interesting concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a really interesting concept. And yeah, you know, honestly, I remember seeing it before the podcast came out and I might need to go pick it up now to try it out. (laughs) It's unique. Uh,
1: I don't I played it on PSVR. I don't know how. I'm guessing if you play it on the index or something you just hold both your controllers kind of in the air where it's at but on the PSVR, it was really cool because your dual shock really felt like you were holding this handheld and your dual shock was tracked when you moved it around so I don't oh. know how that works with two separate hand controllers but with the dual shock it just felt so right because it felt like I was actually holding this handheld and playing uh, and this this isn't a spoiler because this is just a dis- a thing after the game is over but after the game is over it says what do you want to see next and it's like what year do you want to go to next and it was like 1983 and like another 95 and like to something else and the first people that actually finished the game and chose those those were actually sent to the company and decided what the sequel to this game was going to be wow k27 here in the chat was actually the one who told me that's how that worked so they they listened to what people chose at the end of the game and that actually decided the sequel which is a pretty awesome detail
3: there's Not even okay did this is you get a is, chance to play this game she watched I all of it, it
2: but right? I, I watched and it, it's pretty cool. It's so weird, especially <laughs> the ending, which I guess I won't spoil or Okay. The teacher's freaking weird and crazy, <laughs> but what's cool about it is I remember people kept saying in the live stream that, Oh, like, why does this even have to be in VR? But it, I, you were talking about how it just adds so much to it being in VR because you just have this you're in, you know stuff is happening around you and you're like playing your game and then stuff from your game kind of starts to happen in the world and stuff. So mm-hmm. it there's, there's a scene in VR.
1: There's a scene that's augmented reality inside of virtual reality. Like, like you're holding your Game Boy and and these crows are flying but if you hold your game boy up and you see these crows as monsters and you have to shoot them out of the air by moving your physical game boy aiming at them (laughs) and then the crow falls out of the sky when you do this so you're like looking through this game lens into the world and fight and looking at all these objects in the world that are turning into different things and fighting them it is just there's nothing like this in vr that i've played it for it is just so different uh to get some of the details out there though it's short i think i finished the whole thing in two and a half hours and i could have done it in two hours if i just hadn't struggled so much with like the last part with the boss. I just kept having this one problem uh i could have finished the whole game yeah i could have finished the whole game in two hours there's no motion sickness you're sitting in place playing your handheld and you're looking around in a world uh and it's great if you can get it on sale i would say this is a must buy even if it's not on sale i think it's 20 bucks and it's it's a really unique experience i would still recommend it but at this point it's been out for so long that i just feel like you can probably find it on sale somewhere or at some time Mm -hmm.
2: and you know it's not that nostalgia factor we love the 80s oh yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. getting on the 80s train
3: yeah, but jumping into some more modern stuff, a new Beat Saber song pack just released, and I know you've been staying busy with Whoa. that, right, Jay?
1: I, I stayed busy for three hours of a live stream and played the whole thing. Uh, I, Unbelievable. I made a, I made a terrible <laughs> mistake. 12 new songs came out from BTS. If you don't know, K-pop sensation BTS. And I was like, oh, I'll play them all on Expert, and then I'll play them on Expert Plus. I should have reversed the order. Why Because you so do tired. it that
4: way? So I don't know no what sense. I was thinking.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this, I thought, oh, it won't be that hard. I'll have plenty of energy left by the second half. I was so tired. Uh, but it, it it introduced some new things to Beat Saber that we have never seen before. So, yeah, you oh, get the like new that. environment. You get the new environment that's cool and neat looking and you get different note patterns that I'd never felt with my muscles. They were like, what the hell are you doing? But these, there's these little BTS avatar characters that actually float around and appear and disappear while you're in the map. And it reminds you like, oh, my God, BTS here can actually have really good graphics too." like these <laughs> little figurines start floating around and dancing while you're in the middle. And I was like, you're distracting me. Leave me alone. I'm trying to play.
3: <laughs> they, do they impact and- the like what you do at all?
1: no they just they're just show up, kind there of there for show through. right they do a little dance and show off for you maybe they're trying to distract you, and then they disappear and at the end of the song <laughs> they all show up and do a quick little dance and disappear again but it was like that was just so weird because they've never had anything like that in beat saber before
2: so cool you can see all your friends jimin and the all the other ones that's the only name I know. <laughs> was that
1: is that one? Of, I kept wondering why people Jimin. kept putting that in the chat. I was like, are they trying to say Jammin? <laughs> like, I didn't know that was one of their names.
2: <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. the only name that I know. I watched a carpool karaoke with them. Uh, I don't know why Jimmin's the only name I know, but yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Cool. You just uh, want to you, you know play blindfolded so you don't get distracted by them, right? Well, you know, all of those old, well, you know, all of those old, like, um, you know, guitar hero, play it blindfolded or play it backwards or whatever, you know, mm. someone should do that for Beat Saber. <laughs> you there's know? a
1: tactile, there's a tactile sensation to the guitar hero, though, that Beat Saber doesn't necessarily have. Like, you don't, you don't <laughs> you feel the vibration when
3: you hit the notes, right? Oh, yeah. If you're not on hey, a, a rift dance, yes,
2: Everybody <laughs> listening to the podcast. Now you got to play oh, Beat Saber blindfolded.
1: Oh, gosh.
2: Tell I can't us say how I've done it blindfolded,
1: but, but I've come pretty I mean, close they've to it.
0: pretty close modes. So,
2: yeah. I, I played
1: like, it once to make. To make a mixed reality video in PSVR, which is not possible, I had to play without the headset on my head. What?
0: Oh my I god! I had the
1: headset across the room, and I had another PSVR headset on that only showed a two D cinema version of the map. And I had to go off memory of where the notes were in the three D space because you couldn't really tell seeing them. There's no three D spatial awareness, and I played oh a song goodness. like that that I knew really well, with, and it was really hard. It
3: was really <laughs> why? Hard. Why would you do such a thing? <laughs>
1: because i wanted to show that it was possible and i did that old answer because i could i I have
0: played beat saber looking without the headset on uh but just like looking at the screen to to tell where my saber sabers are and you know what it wasn't as hard as i thought it like it was definitely like not easy but it wasn't as hard as i thought it would be i think i did it on a dare with like some guys at some point
2: (laughs) your friends is weird dares dares. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were gonna play Truth or Dare at the beginning of this, but we didn't get to because we it was were Friday the thirteenth, and we had all these issues.
0: Exactly. <sighs> all right, moving on. Stride had quite an update. It so let's see. Stride has four modes, promise, which is like the parkour VR game for those that are familiar. It has four modes promised it initially came out in like early access with only one of those modes the uh the endless version where you just keep playing till you (laughs) run out of lives basically um so they just released two more one is timed trials which are rather than like randomly generated maps it's these like set built maps with a little bit more effort i suppose put into making sure they're like well curated and you can now do those runs, and just once you're done with it, you can see how you compare it to the world leaderboard, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they also added the new, what's it called, arena mode, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically like a big old parkour uh, space. Um,
3: it's, yeah, not, it's, it's the not equivalent like a of like top. two or three city blocks, like on the rooftop. And you uh-huh. have these different objectives and you get to, you know, clamber around from rooftop to rooftop. So there's like the the classic, you know, get from checkpoint A to B to C, uh kill the enemies in this area, uh collect the packages. Is that all of them? Murder parkour. That's <laughs> fun. Yeah, murder parkour. Um but it's honestly uh, quite a nice change of pace, honestly. So I didn't get a chance to try out. I didn't get a chance to try out the timed runs because I was really excited about Arena, and so I hopped into it and then lost two hours to it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh!
2: Is it, anything, it's just it
3: is really fun.
2: Is it anything like to the top? It kind of the premise kind of sounds to the top ish.
1: Uh, don't ask me that <laughs> i i played stride only in endless so i haven't tried these updates but i ended up returning it after my first session i just did not get the magic of to the top or Windlands. i didn't feel that kind of magic in this game that i wanted uh but maybe this has changed it so i'm giving it the benefit of the doubt i didn't hate the game i just returned it because i was like well that's that's more than i wanted to pay for what i got at the time i would be open to rebuying it if you guys can tell me that this has like changed the game and is so good then I would I would do it again, try it
3: again. Mm. And you know, I unfortunately, don't know. I don't know if I can tell you. This is nothing about the core gameplay, uh, especially in arena, is really different. The core of it is still the clambering around and sliding and shooting. It's all the same stuff. It's just the reason why you're doing it is a little bit different, and and in my opinion, a lot better. And so, if you didn't like it originally in the endless mode you're still probably not going to like it and in fact will probably dislike it even more in the new (laughs) game modes unfortunately (laughs) well because before at least there was this element of incredible speed you know you you know which way you're going you have a set direction there is a definitive way to get there you just need to do it quickly and in arena there's not that anymore it's more open world you kind of have to stop and wait for a second and pathfind it's like okay this building in front of me is too tall i kind of have to clamber up the air conditioning unit to the side and then right. jump onto the fence and then up but you know mm-hmm. that that change of pace <laughs> does it get yeah, out, but that change of pace really um it doesn't i mean you, I you could know. put don,
0: you could put on uh. any soundtrack that like just gets like gives you some adrenaline and it would be it's, it's so fun it's so that's, fun to do that.
1: that's what i think it might have kind of been missing now that i think back to it i feel like if there had been music on i probably would have enjoyed it more
0: uh, it now i'm like tempted that. to do that i hadn't thought about that yeah mute the in-game i think it might have in-game music but honestly now i want to like after this podcast just like boot it up real quick and can play like some like insane like i don't know rock or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just and just like go play at it with that playing in the background <laughs> oh my hey, uh. gosh. maybe if they didn't charge money for it no. <laughs> <laughs> for Ouch. every song pack uh, i mean it's not my fault that they charge ten dollars every time you want more songs.
1: 15 for the for bts 15 yeah 15, 15 for 12 oh my gosh.
0: songs Whew. yeah well 12 songs is a, not a, a horrible amount but still mm-hmm. still
1: That's the Um, thing about like to the top, the music was so good that it it really made the game. If it didn't have that music to the top would still be fun. But the thing about stride that Mm -hmm. bugged me was the mute, the movement was just, just off enough and just tricky enough. Like a game like that, the movement needs to be kind of easy. In my opinion, the movement needs to be kind of easy so that you can, Have more trouble with the shooting and you can get through levels and you can actually have fun. Because if the movement's ever slowing you down, especially if you're in like an arena mode or something now, I just feel like that screws up the flow of the gameplay so bad and frustrates people that it might turn them off too quickly to give everything a chance.
3: And you see, and that's the biggest Hmm. thing where we had a different experience is I enjoyed the movement in Stride so much that I found myself wishing it in other games. (laughs) It's because I do find it really engaging and Um, And and maybe that's due to uh, the index controllers that I'm using, just the act of actually having your hand grab it uh, and pull it. I don't know. Maybe it's something like that. But I know, Rip, you had kind of similar concerns at first about like, yeah, it's a good game, except uh, has this new update kind of, uh, because I know they've done a ton of updating with the movements and things like that. Has it changed it at all for you? I think it definitely puts this, how much does the game cost? Do you remember off the top of your head?
0: Uh, ah, twenties in the twenties. Yeah, so I think I think it's worth its asking price now, which is a pretty big deal. Um, you know, it's got content. If you were into Mirror's Edge either first or the second, this is that in VR, and it's super cool. Um, my big had two big issues. One was the lack of content, and with these two new modes, you've got a lot to work with here. I mean, just the speed running community alone will have just a total day in the park with the new um timed modes i i mean that's why i think i kind of found those fun is i i like that sort of challenge of going for that time on these things and like trying to like just just like really nail a parkour run i found that really appealing so that was the mode i ended up enjoying more oh Um,
3: that's interesting yeah
0: um that Let's see, the other issue I had was that I I'd had to agree with Jay that for some reason, jumping on um, with Oculus Touch controllers was really weird. Like, only half the time, despite my best efforts, I tried to, like, practice how to jump in the game. And I just, it, it felt like, n- due to nothing, n- having nothing to do with user error, just the, the game being finicky or something... I jump and or I do like I hold the button, release it. Well, throwing up my hands and my guy would just walk off the cliff without jumping.
2: It was not. Um, right. Well, it's a
3: good thing you don't need to, <laughs> Yeah, good thing you <laughs> yeah. don't need to jump in a parkour game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and and that seemed to be the case
0: with most of the people around here who had uh, Oculus headsets um they have absolutely fixed that jay if you're worried about the jumping thing it now is 100 of the time i was able to jump it was they've got a much better whatever like uh uh i don't know rule sets they had for when you need to release the thing they clearly made that a lot friendlier um it was very easy to jump very easy to get some height i never had an issue with that (laughs) oddly enough it wasn't perfect though because then I just found a new issue. And that was that whenever there's this very specific thing in the game where you can, like, there's these rails. Like, you have to you have to jump to a wall that is going to be higher than you are. And you have to jump to the wall. And then there's a series of there's rails like a ladder. across it. Oh, no. I remember yeah, this. it's like a ladder. And those are, I just, like, got super frustrated whenever there was one of those. Because I could not for the life of me climb up climb up it. Um, because unintuitively, you cannot grab two spots at the same time. Oh. Um, the moment you do that, it throws you off. So, like, I'm trying to clap, mm-hmm. grab, the, grab the ladder like I would normal person land. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just keep falling off. And I couldn't... F- but, like, because I couldn't do that, I couldn't just stabilize myself and make sure I grabbed to the next point and got up it. I, th- there was, like, some... Perfect way to like kind of spring yourself up and then grab and spring yourself up, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind learning that, but I didn't like that doing it in a natural way didn't work. But especially yeah. in a game that Fork is f- tries so hard to make everything. <laughs> Excuse me, Madison.
4: Bless you. Bless you. again we <laughs> uh,
0: I've had to. My my sinuses have been getting yeah, sinuses have been getting worse all night. Hopefully, nothing comes of it um <laughs> uh, um uh, yeah um <laughs>
2: <what was that? laughs> he knows what i was thinking about what we were talking about in the beginning as the solution for running roses
0: <laughs> oh my gosh oh that's right oh my gosh yeah we're not it would gonna have, go it there what a fix um <laughs> anyway uh so, but short of that one thing um i i i was having a blast um i think there's a glitch going on where the pistol seems to go through some ammo without using it though because i would occasionally pull out my pistol and shoot like one shot and then it'd be empty and be like how did that happen i I haven't used it yet <laughs> mm. um terrible and it would happen like it happened once or twice during my uh recent like two hour play session um, never happened so to it's me. not a, so i think it's yeah just you. <laughs> yeah it could be just me i i could just be like unconsciously firing my gun without knowing it um maybe you're dropping uh, the mag so you just have the one shot in the chamber yeah still. well that's the thing is it's like it's like an old arcade style of shooting where you where you pop you up your shots down and yeah. then you just point on the ground uh, side note the gun model they use is not a gun model that has a small <laughs> amount of bullets in a magazine, but for some reason it only has seven and it just bothers me for some reason it's <laughs> it's a pistol that should have like 15 rounds and instead you can only get seven off and i'm just like they why am i out already
1: they're anticipating those gun laws to go through limiting the mag size <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um anyway future-proofing still yeah. fun though yeah <laughs> I'm looking forward to the story mode. I'm honestly not expecting too much cuz you know, it's one thing to make some excellent gameplay mechanics and some excellent uh game modes, you know, that can go a long way, but man, writing a story is a whole different skill set, especially in a parkour setting, you know. Um There was so... a movie
2: with what's his name from Twilight and it was a parkour movie. They could just use the plot from that. <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And it was terrible. Please so no. the gameplay would be the plot would be terrible.
3: Is this is this you doing a facepalm? <laughs> this is me doing a facepalm, yo. Yeah. Uh,
2: oh,
3: man. It was bad. That's all I remember. I remember oh.
2: he was in it, and there was a girl, and there was parkour. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm.
1: That, that was pretty much the right. whole plot, What more you do you need it. in a movie, right? There was, there was nothing <laughs> right? more than that to the plot. So, so speaking
0: perfect. of speaking of shooting pistols and playing games to some awesome soundtracks Nat here <laughs> yeah. Nat here played pistol whip which uh adam and i just absolutely <laughs> freaking loved yeah can't i'm talking looking about forward to hearing whip. right i'm looking for it so nat what did you think of this and the big question from us i think is how does it compare to beat saber
2: so she's
0: too busy Reimagining her time in it, I guess. You're gonna be making make <laughs> kind of sounds.
2: Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew uh, pew. Hey, <laughs>
0: hey.
4: If
2: you're it. not watching the YouTube channel, you gotta come check it out because I'm pistol whipping.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. Anyway. Awesome so, plug there. <laughs> yes. So, we got pistol whip, and Jay. Was already really good at it when he first started, of course. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Oh man, I gotta try this because it's Beat Saber-esque or whatever." And so mm. I go in to play it. I play it on easy, and I like immediately die. And I'm terrible <laughs> at it for some reason. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I've
0: played it more. Auto aim. I know. Did you turn it's off ter- auto aim, Jay?
2: No, it no. was on. <laughs> My aim is so bad <laughs> that even the auto aim can't help me.
4: Oh and so my gosh.
2: I played it more since then. I'm now on to medium. Go me. Okay. But uh Yay. yeah, I'm not sure what was going on because it was like a while before I was okay at it. And I and we've had other people play it. I think it was mostly guys, and so I was like, it's not just me. It must be something. Maybe this game is sexist. I don't know. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe it's just because guys play more shooting games. So they're naturally better at this. But I think I just suck at aiming. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> with aim assist.
0: I mean, there so... is some muscle memory to it.
2: Yeah. So, and, but anyway, I think part of it though was that I wasn't. I kept dying was the thing because I wasn't. I didn't think I just wasn't like dodging enough. I was like, I'm gonna. Oh. Plus, I think I was getting a little too into the music because I like wanted to only <laughs> shoot on the beat. I was like, I would like wait right. and be like, oh. pow,
0: pow. Well, you're supposed so, to do that. Actually, your your score right. is way bigger when you do that.
2: Right. You also so, have to dodge but, more but, bullets a, if you do that, yeah, though. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Do a lot I think. More. I think that was part of it as I was like getting so into like, bam, bam. And then people would be like, I shoot you. And I was like, no. And then I didn't move because I wanted to shoot them at the right time. So yeah. But anyway, (laughs) the question was, how does this compare to Beat Saber? So I, one thing that is interesting about it is that I feel like you get a much better like more full body type workout and you definitely get your mm-hmm. squats in with it. Cause you have to, man, I'm pretty short, but I have to squat like pretty far to get under <laughs> some of these things in the game. And you have to like, well, they know, come
0: towards your head.
2: Yeah. And you have to like go side to side and all this stuff. So, and man, I swear there was one time I was sore the next day. Uh Like my mm-hmm. thighs were sore from all the squatting. And so, yeah, it's pretty intense there. And I feel like I get, I don't know. I think Beat Saber and Pistol Whip are both equally good at, like, getting your heart rate up. But Pistol Whip is a little more full body for that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Mm -hmm. music-wise, I feel like I enjoy the music more in Beat Saber. Like, the movements feel better with the music. Right. But Pistol Whip just feels so freaking cool like it's like (laughs) oh yeah uh why can't i think of what it's called i can never think of names the one game no not that the game the game super hot where you yes it's like super Mm, hot but where you feel cool yeah
0: right yeah i get what you're saying like beat saber does a better job of making you feel like you are playing a game where the music is more intrinsic to what you're doing Mm -hmm. whereas while you get extra points for it in pistol whip you you don't feel as much pressure to like make sure it has to do with the music at the end of the day you could just keep playing it and ju- the soundtrack is could just be a really cool soundtrack in the background
2: right yeah, it, it doesn't yeah, like you affect do you're not necessarily like much. doing dancey type movements or anything there was one other game that was like a shooting game that was a rhythm game that was a little bit more dancey what the heck was that one called you know which one I'm talking about.
1: Did did you play it? Because Otica was one that I played, but I don't know if that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attica.
0: No, no, I don't think I have. I
1: wouldn't. Worry How do you about think it? Pistol Whip
3: compared to it, though, Jay?
1: How do I think Pistol Whip compared to Otica? Well, Otica, yeah. I just didn't have much fun with Otica. <laughs> it was okay, <laughs> and some people really love it, but I just did not see like. I didn't see the value to the motions you were doing with it. It was, it just wasn't as fun and cool as beat saber, especially. And pistol whip is totally different. Like it's like beat saber, but it makes you feel really badass and cool playing it where Mm. beat saber, you feel like you're dancing and playing. Like it's, it's a very different Mm. type of cool you feel, but just like you guys have said here and, and in Natalie's defense, she's only played on the quest two, which I will say doesn't the controllers don't actually really feel like a gun. They're kind of bulbousy and weird at the top in comparison to the normal ones. <laughs> so they don't they don't feel super gunny. And then <laughs> And then same thing, you make it. You make the game harder on yourself if you try to shoot on the beat oh, because that means your enemies have actually spawned and they have a moment to pop off a shot. So if you're really right. good at just prematurely shooting, like Rip over here, like the instant they show up, just prematurely shoot and kill them before the beat, then you're going to do better. But if you actually try to play on the beat and really go with the rhythm, then you're going to make the game harder for yourself. So maybe that's why guys do better. They all just prematurely shoot where you were trying to actually wait for the right moment. And (laughs) it just didn't work out for you as well. But I will say, just like you said here, uh, the game is a much better all body workout. And you're also probably not going to end up with repetitive stress syndrome in your shoulders with pistol whip, where you might with beat saber, but in your fingers. Yeah. From your trigger fingers. (laughs) <laughs> Your wrist like under tendons whatever
0: the forearm
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well like- you also, there were 200 enemies in a level, and you shot 10,000 bullets, so that also would wear your arms out. <laughs> ah,
4: that does <laughs> except, affect your
1: score. We're empty every second. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Rep headphone users. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun
1: podcast to edit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that spike in the audio right there? What is that huge mountain of audio?
0: Well, fortunately, Zencast did most of that work for me. All right, I'm going to move us on, though, because we got to get to that discussion section. And we got Ooh, some, that's some good, a good stuff. It's
3: a juicy one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
1: Juicy. Um, so juicy. Th-
0: i'm gonna I'm i i'm gonna let uh Jay and adam take the lead on this one because i i didn't have I, I didn't i wasn't really able to like look into this quite like they did and apparently <laughs> judging from the chats i was reading these two have just been doing their research on the deck of gear so guys oh. tell us what's going on <sighs>
3: oh trying to well oh man where do we even start with this right <laughs>
1: there was a two-hour interview with the developers so if you want to see who the developers are hear them directly it's over on mrtv's channel adam told me i wish i would have known this because adam always gives me the news too late there's also a <laughs> 20 minute condensed version of this like two over two hour long interview that goes over just the important stuff oh my and gets it all in there so i i got through like an hour of this thing and And you know, Adam, maybe you can shed some light on this side for me, but I feel like watching these guys, these are like engineers that are working on this thing. And they really really are trying to make an amazing product, but I feel like they had no customer service background they had no public relations background so the interview just <laughs> oh, did not fun. go oh, amazingly well because no. they both were kind of like disagreeing or they were still hashing out ideas about it in the interview it was like it just made me feel like it's really nowhere close to production and to be out by may i got pretty nervous watching them what is that normal <laughs> do you think do you think this is how engineers act i don't know i'm hoping you this is decide.
3: exactly this is exactly what you'd get if you interviewed a couple of engineers <laughs> honestly because if you if you talk to business people it'd be like yeah you know our ship date is mid-may if we say that's our ship date it's shipping in mid-may you know and these developers i I gotta say it was fun because they were brutally honest like developers normally are and terrible at pr (laughs) because this this is a direct quote this is a direct quote you know yeah, the ship date, we have our ship date for mid-May, and it's based on our intuition and wishful thinking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep, That is yep. a direct quote from the interview. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> on the one hand, I'm like, wow, these guys are brutally honest. And on the other two, it's like, wow, this thing is never coming out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this made me
1: trust oh, them so much because we were so doubtful and this made me think man these guys they just don't really know how to like get relate this product to normal people but I fully believe they're trying their best and they're gonna do what they can so it totally changed they don't seem like they're trying to steal oh, people's money or thing. they just seem like they were like arguing at one point about what the field of view was gonna be and whether the lenses were like actually the final lenses that were gonna be on it and I was yeah. like what like shouldn't they be at a point where this stuff is hashed out (laughs) they they gave a they gave a theoretical field of view measurement it said it's probably going to be 114 but then the other guy was like 117 maybe 120 but most likely 114 and i was like
3: wow (laughs) no but this interview is incredible number one if you ever want to see how developers talk to each other this is it (laughs) this is basically it (laughs) um and number two, I know when it first came out, I, I was kind of on the most pessimistic side saying like, this is a scam, you know, they're just trying to take your money. This definitely is not a scam. I, I will say there is for real a Gear headset. They are producing it. But now I am somewhat concerned specifically about the release date <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and based on you know if it's on intuition and wishful thinking however the interview was also very enlightening in a number of different ways specifically for wireless and their field of view and the refresh rate and things like that they added a lot of information and so some of the new things that we learned if you don't mind me going into this guys um the 49 dollars for? wireless yeah the 49 dollars wireless add-on <laughs> Um, is specifically to work with Wi-Fi five or six routers. So it only plugs into the headset and then you need a compatible wireless router in order to actually send the information to the headset. Mm. It's very similar to how you do it with the Quest, um, how you do the wireless Quest with virtual desktop. And in fact, they said their wireless works mostly as well as virtual desktop. So again, brutally honest there, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Gosh. No, I mean we wrote down Yeah, I wrote down tons of quotes because gosh, listening to these guys, two hours is far too long for the interview, I gotta say. But man, they were full of good quotes. Like the technology is basically ready. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yes. yes. We got we got some other clarity because I know people were wondering. So the hip based tracking is actually three ah, degrees of freedom point. tracking. Mm-hmm. It's navigation. It is not hip movement so i can't do a little hip shimmy and have it show i'm so that's disappointed be, that's, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to see my hip shimmy you heard it here first but basically <laughs> basically why they do this is so that not instead of forward about. being based on your hand or forward being based on your hand it's actually based on the way your body's moving <gasps> so you can so you have you your body face forward to
2: move forward
1: no no yeah. you that's you not hold not your quite. analog stick <laughs> but your analog stick is going to follow your gen, your general direction here coming out of the front of you, rather <laughs> than where your head's looking or where your hands facing. Oh, so okay. you can you can turn your gun and your head side to side while still oh, moving forward. Oh, that makes so which much is much
2: more sense.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a big improvement. and it is and a big said, deal. Yeah, the main thing for this headset they said is multiplayer. Multiplayer is their main focus. Like yes, there's going to be they're going for shooters and where, but multiplayer is the big reason because so they've got this wide angle camera lens inside the headset with infrared lighting lighting up your face so it doesn't sh- you can't see the light so it doesn't blind you but that's how it's going to track your emotional input it's going to track whether you raise one eyebrow in disbelief so it's that's oh. all about multiplayer because single player games aren't going to get any benefit out of that that's all so that if i'm sitting here and rip says something and i'm like what and my eyebrow goes up it would actually show in vr chat <laughs> yeah so that's that's the that's one of the most interesting features what what were some of the other things
3: that we learned you know, we learned that the field of view is going to be about 114, <laughs> um, which is honestly, you know, theoretically, the field of view will be 114 degrees, which is really incredible. <laughs> um, it's even better than the Valve Index. And I got to say, having that right now, it's an awesome field of view. And so having a better field of view than the Index, really good.
1: Isn't the Index a one thirty? Um,
3: the Index is a 110.
1: Uh, I'm almost certain it's a 130. I Googled it. (laughs) I I quickly Googled it. So (laughs) let me, let me tell you though, if for those of you out there, if you don't know what field of view is, that's how wide you're seeing in that set, but it's also extremely relative. It's going to be extremely different person to person. And it's, it's not measured very accurately by anyone. So where one headset says it has a great field of view, it may not feel that way when you put the headset on. Uh, right. e- even in a recent a really good example uh vr oasis just reviewed the g2 and he said the field of view size in it lands somewhere between the rift s and the quest 2 and on paper it Ooh. was supposed to be bigger than the rift yeah. s so it's not always what it seems
0: mm-hmm. yeah i was just reading some Reddit posts of people who finally you know it's finally making its way out of just fu- freaking MR TV's hands and getting <laughs> into more people. And what do you know? Some of the things we were thought were a problem were kinda right. And like you know, pe- people have been saying like the construction is like a very cheap feeling.
3: Yeah, the but maybe we could set that
0: one for our discussion next week. <laughs> we can but it's related, you know, <laughs> like we want to tear the G2 wants up again. My point is,
3: you know, right. My point
0: is like, no matter what speculation we get and even like, even once the engineers settle on their figures or find a PR team that will <laughs> shut them up and give, <laughs> give us at least fake numbers that are consistent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this you know this you know a lot of we, we 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 we, well not a lot but there were like one or two comments that were a little worrying of people like <laughs> you know like i'll decide what I, i'll buy what i want to buy like i i can get whatever i want and I'm like you're right man but you should still wait for reviews on this thing this is just general advice and this holds true for this headset guys you know they've got some very impressive specs but if this interview has showed us anything it's still in development they could have all sorts of issues that you know the, the, these however many people are working on this headset you know that isn't equivalent to millions of people getting different versions of this headset and it working well that consistently amongst so many models you know, guys, wait for these things to come out, see how things are, see how the reviews are, see what the general public consensus is. Don't get too excited about these very fancy numbers they're spitting out, even though they are very fancy and very cool looking.
3: Yeah. And on the other side, though, uh, as a bit of, you know, to to sort of counteract Rip and try and hype this up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yes. Uh, Let's get excited. 49 is the asking price so $450 for uh, with of a $10 so for the deck of gear with a $10 pre-order, that mm. price may not stay the same in the future. Mm. And so, but if you pre-order, <laughs> if you pre-order at $10 though, that $450 asking price is locked in. Mm. Uh so what they're doing is they're doing a pre-order process. You can lock it in for the $450 asking price. They are probably going to launch a Kickstarter when they have. Um, when they're actually assembling it and that may or may not be the same price and then hereafter may or may not be the same price
2: what if it ended up being cheaper mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> is that yeah, possible <laughs> <laughs> it's not, i was thinking no, no matter what it would go up is it possible we lock in a price and they drop the price <laughs> I don't. i don't see it happening but what do you think
3: I 100 percent, it's not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for number one reason and that's because they want money and so if they can get away with selling it more even ten dollars more that's ten dollars more that they get to straight keep you know right so They're
2: not facebook could they don't go have up definitely not going they down can just... yeah
1: dump into it i yeah. will say after watching the interview i was like okay i will at least Pre-order the $10 because you can cancel that before it ships and not pay the rest. You can change your mind. I was like, I'm at least going to get on the list. I want to see this thing in action. These people seem like they're honest. They're too honest. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> yes. I went to the website. I clicked pre-order, and it wanted my credit card or my PayPal. And I was like, okay, I trust them, but not that much. I'm going to use PayPal. <laughs> I clicked PayPal, and the checkout button wouldn't work. It wouldn't work yeah, to check so. out. And I was like, what? Come on. And then I went back to the credit card when I didn't want to put in my credit card, but I put in just a fake number and that button didn't seem to work either. So either did the pre-orders sell out or is the website just glitchy? I don't know. But now I'm like, well, dang it. I actually, you actually had me here. You had me in the moment ready to do this and then it just failed. So now I don't know what to think.
3: <laughs> and I will say, yeah, to, to be a little bit of a Debbie Downer, this product is still very much an active development. <sighs> There is no telling what could be changed. It is obvious that this is nowhere near finished. Even the phrase that technology is basically ready, which is a phrase that they uttered several (laughs) times. There's a big difference between having something theoretically like, yeah, it works on my machine, to then making this and putting it in thousands of headsets. There's there's a big difference. (laughs) And so the, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you it's one thing to have something be possible, and it's another thing to actually do it. And I mm-hmm. feel like they have theoretically made the perfect headset. Whether or not they're <laughs> able to practically put this into application still remains to be seen. Mm-hmm.
2: I wonder if Facebook's doing me a concern steal their infrared face technology thing. One of the Facebook people is going to pre-order it, and then they're going to try and figure out the infrared thing. And they're gonna steal the face tracking for Facebook so Facebook can track our faces <laughs> conspiracy.
1: Mm-hmm. When Quest three comes they they- out next fall for a lower <laughs> price than Quest Two, it's gonna have face tracking also. <laughs> that is a joke. They've just got, keep that in mind.
0: They've got so much money, they just need to like just get their hands on one of these. Like, is it good? Yeah,
3: okay. Buy the company,
0: and then they buy the whole company. Yeah. <laughs> and that and is just the for that though, one little like- bit of
3: tech. The technology that they have implemented is truly incredible. The Decagear, after listening to these developers, they they are definitely incredibly bright people. And what they have made is really pushing the bounds of what VR can do in a headset. Mm -hmm. It's just, and no one is questioning that this headset is good. What people are questioning is, are these the guys to do it? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely all right yeah very enlightening listening to that podcast i i'm way less concerned in some areas and way more concerned in others (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it no longer seems like it doesn't seem like it's a
0: purposeful scam anymore but it's still yay but the the hesitation on whether it'll be a good product is not diminished in the slightest (laughs) all right with that i'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up here guys thank you for tuning in everyone just some quick things i want to tell you guys about first off you should be in the discord server that's that's where the you know that's where our community is that's where we say hi to everyone we're always there <laughs>
2: <laughs> i did not just hit myself in the head don't worry
3: <laughs> On rip, finish oh, out I'm strong sure. finish out strong
0: right yes 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 anyway join the discord guys um uh, also if you want our uh, episodes early and you want it in high quality, the audio is pan for each uh, each host here and you've got like the song is in like super high quality stereo and it just sounds so good, consider um joining us as an avid diner bleh, avid diner <laughs> avid diver for 5 dollars a month. What are you two doing?
2: <laughs> Holding hands. They love each other now.
0: So finish strong, Aww. you got to keep power through the distractions, rip. <laughs> Okay, it's hard with you three. Um, <laughs> so consider becoming a patron. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see the live streams, and or you just want to see the uploaded version afterwards on YouTube, um, you know, con- consider checking out the YouTube channel. And vice versa, if you're checking out the YouTube channel and you're like, this is really cool, but I don't have time to always have this up on youtube i want to like just listen to this in the car or whatever and um and you're not a sellout and don't have apple pre- or youtube premium um consider <laughs> i've got some beef with that um <laughs> consider <laughs> checking out uh our various uh uh well really word everywhere we're on every gosh darn podcast service we could be on and if we are not on your favorite podcast service let us know and we'll find our way there And that is all. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next week. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you
3: (laughs) want this to happen? Because it's diary. No, No, I'm not (laughs) saying it. It's branding. Do it.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Orange in the chat is totally right. The next Facebook headset should just have the word book. On the front.
4: Face. Yes. <laughs> That's
3: perfect.
4: Oh my That's gosh. I love uh,
3: it. It. It's after I hours. I know I went though. too. I know I went too much into the deck of gear, and I only got through like a third of the stuff I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> I There's a lot to it.